What's up, Buds? What up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, a little bit of it. I'm going to watch even more. It's because Ring of Honor's tonight for yeah, us. We'll want some wills at the end of the show. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It, is, it should be. The card's fucking fantastic. Great. So I'm excited for that. We'll get to it when we get to it. Until then, BJ, what's the best match of the week as we start off the top five number one questions of the year? God. Um, I named this something different every time because I never came up with a real name for what we're calling these questions. Yeah. The best top five Wu-Tang questions of the week. Yeah, because they ain't nothing to fuck with. I wouldn't fuck with them. For the children. Um, I don't know. It was kind of a rough week. It was, uh, I mean, maybe just the Jericho Kingston because it was whatever. I was going to say, I was going to put that as my, like, you can miss it this week because <laughs> it was stupid. It was overbooked and it was dumb and, like, up until Tay came out. Oh, dude, Darby Allen and Brody King. Yeah. That's yeah, where I'm going best, go. man. That's a good one. Watching Brody King beat the fuck out of Darby mm-hmm. Allen and leaving him lane. That was dope because... <laughs> Yeah, you don't see guys just dominate other guys that are that popular, like, that are big stars, too. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because Brody King, both booking and, in my opinion, like, fan level-wise, yeah. like, Darby Allen's a way bigger star than Brody King is. Oh, yeah. And he just, like, fucking sold for Brody King. That's yeah. what he should do. Look at the size difference between the two guys. Right. That'd be like me facing Brody King. I guess I'm a little taller than Darby, but... Right. Yeah. No, I like that one. Best promo package or segment of the week? I could go with Dax. Yeah, for sure. Dax was... I mean, Cash was good, too, but Dax was just another level right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that uh, fight like a four-year-old was... Or eight-year-old eight-year-old. girl was great. Um... Yeah, I want to also go with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Okay. He had a fucking dope promo after one of his matches about how he was going to win the whole fucking G1. Nice. It was um, really good. I also liked... There was a couple Ricky Starks this week. There was one on Twitter. God damn, yeah. Ricky Starks. And the one after his match, which was pretty good, when he went, and Danhausen was, like, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. That was good time. I'll go with that. Uh, what should the buds avoid this week? <coughs> like I said, that I didn't like that Jericho Kingston match. I don't. It was overbooked. It, like the beginning was okay, but the, too many interruptions um, and yeah. interferences and run-ins, and then the yeah. fucking and like then they blocked the crowd with the shark cage for like half the match, and then the shark cage got down, and Tay couldn't get it unlocked. They need to stop using locks in wrestling if they can't figure out how to use keys. Like, right. Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, and then, like, just all of it. And then Jericho winning, and it seems like the feud's going on. And, like, Anna Jay turning into this, and it's like, now this Jericho (coughs) faction's like 800 fucking people. And, like, can I just get some wrestling on my wrestling show? Like, I've had blood and guts and blood and, I don't know, sinews and tendons and ligaments and fucking... Blood and barbed wire and barbed wire everywhere and barbed wire instead of... I'm just... Just want some wrestling matches. Like, I feel we're getting this match again at all. Yeah, this feud is not done yet, and I didn't want this match of the feud. I'm over this right. feud. I don't give a shit about anything Chris Jericho does. Right. Like, 
Like, any fuck Chris Jericho. Get him off my TV. I can't wait for the real stars to come back. Yeah. The fuck's, like, Punk come back, and God, when's finally. DB coming back, and... Reinstallation finally starts on that game. Oh, nice. Anyway. So that's the kind of stuff, like... I'm, yeah, I'm just... And it's, like, frustrating to watch this bloody horse shit when I've got, you know, all these people I don't get to see on my card, and yet we've got fucking... Right. Uh, whoever the fuck this Layla Gray bitch is, she's been on my TV for, like, four weeks in a fucking row, and, like, right. the faction she's in doesn't even want to fucking have her, so what is the fucking point of this shit? And nobody gives a shit. Right. Can we get Brandy Rhodes back? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but can we get Brandy Rhodes back? She was a bigger star than some of these fucks. Yeah. Like, this is the company that has CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. And, like, instead I'm watching John Moxley or Chris Jericho bleed every other week. And, like, I don't know. Like, I'm getting tired of Moxley at this point, too. Everybody loved that match except for me, apparently, last week. Oh, really? I, lo- I did like that match. It's another Moxley match. Like, it's formulaic. He does, it's like a Lucha match. He does his shit. Oh, you're talking last week. This week. I liked the tag match this week. That was really good. And I liked Wheeler getting the win. I thought the tag match was fine, yeah. Nobody bled. That was a nice touch. Yeah. I don't think he's bled on purpose in, like, a month. Somebody got busted open hard way. On Rampage last night, I think. Mm-hmm. It was in that, yeah, it was in the opening tag match. It was, um, Alex, no, it was Silver and Hangman against Butcher and Blade, and I think the Blade got busted open. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, nice. Hardway, and I don't know how. So, yeah, again, blood, and, like, I'm I'm good on the blood. Yeah. Uh, what are you most excited for next week? I don't even know what's next week. Like, I'm most excited for tonight. Right. Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's what sure I'm waiting for. Um, well, I guess it's more than a week. I am excited for Ric Flair's last match just to see what kind of a train wreck it is. Um, I'm just excited to not have to see ads for it anymore. Yeah. Like, all the, like the more ads I see, the less likely right. it is I'm going to pay attention to it. Because now you're just annoying me with fucking yeah. ads. Especially because, like, Conrad's already fucking ridiculous with ads. And now... Right. Um, Starcast is on. I got to see it on MLW. I've got to see it on NWA, and now I've got to see it on fucking Rampage. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, I'm not excited for, which sucks, is SummerSlam. Like SummerSlam is gonna be hot trash. Yeah, like I don't. There's nothing on the card that's not. I haven't seen a hundred times so far. Like that's what happens when you've only got seventeen talent. Yeah, like I gotta watch Roman Brock again. I gotta watch who's actually you might not. Again. Rumors are that they're still trying to get fucking Goldberg to replace Lesnar well, after last night. I mean, they talked him back last night, so I think. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Um, did you watch? Yeah, because he showed back up. Yeah, I didn't. So, I didn't like watch it, watch it, but I had it on. Yeah, me too. Um, I was putting concrete powder down in Minecraft. I was... All I got left is the purple, and then the giant rainbow is done. I was power washing a house. Sounds way more productive. Um, Not a real one. I'm also excited to see what, if anything, changes within WWE's creative and presentation. Yeah. With Vince out of the picture. Yeah. Who was the weekly MVP? I gotta go Dax. Yeah. 
It's between Dax and Starks to me. Starks was on fire this week. Yeah. Yeah, Starks was pretty good. They both big. had yeah, amazing promos and um, I'm gonna give it to Starks because he got a win. Yeah. He actually had a match. That's true. And a win plus like two fire promos compared to Dax's one, so I'm gonna give it to Starks. Cool. And that one promo, the little look he gave to Hobbs at the end was interesting, mm -hmm. which I really liked. And yeah. I really like him and Hobbs. Like I kinda want Starks to be the one to be Wardlow. Six months from now. Yeah, eventually. After the first of the year. Wardlow needs to hold that belt for Revolution, a while. maybe. And he needs to do what he said in his promo and actually start defending this motherfucker against real yeah, fucking people and not the that. same two guys over and over and over again. Right. I didn't, we didn't even see him this week, so... Yeah, he had a promo. Did he? Yeah. He had a promo on Rampage. It's what I literally oh, I just said him. is in his promo. Dynamite. No, he was on Rampage this week. Yeah. It was just this promo. Yeah. Which was, yeah, that he's going to be a fighting champion and defend... Because that's what makes that belt more important is defending him against top guys. And it's like, yeah, but it's been just between like the last of the same three guys for fucking ever now. So maybe we can do something different with it. Yeah. News and rumors? Yep. Vince McMahon retired. Yeah. This is not a joke. Nope. This is a real thing that happened. Um, apparently, uh, Vince actually announced his decision somewhere between like seven and ten days ago. Okay. They just waited until Friday night to avoid any negative fallout on the stock price. They waited until the stocks were closed and everything. Mm -hmm. um, they did have a big rah-rah meeting before SmackDown with talent and staff and stuff backstage where they did say that Vince was irreplaceable but was reassured that the company's good fans with Stephanie and Nick Khan. I almost said yeah. Tony. And um, Triple H is back too. And Triple H is back as EVP for talent relations. Yep. So that's a plus there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was a reported lot of shock and confusion at SmackDown last night. Yep. Uh, however, it was noted, at least from um, PW Insider, that a lot of talent overall took a pretty positive reaction in hopes that this is going to be new creative energy for the WWE and uh, can get a new vision for some yeah. of this younger talent. I was going to say, from what I saw, it was a lot of the younger talent that was optimistic and thinking that this gives them a chance to actually... Yeah, you know, get yeah. over instead of us watching, you know, Randy Orton win again. Nothing against Orton, right. but, like, we've seen it for 20 years. Right. And what I'd like to see is how, because, you know, there's so many rip-ups by Vince. Like, he gets there and rips up the fucking If we can start writing stuff for continuity where stories are long-term and make well, sense that, and shit. And I'm just curious. What I want to see out of it is I want to see what... We'll find out if he was justified, I guess, in ripping these up. Because that's what I... I don't think that's going to happen with a Bruce or a Triple H or whatever, where they're going to completely start from scratch. So you're going to see what the writers came out with in the first place. And... I would actually like to see... It could go either way. I'd like to see a decrease in writers. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it could go either way where... Maybe Vince has been right this whole time. Maybe when he's ripped those up, they were pure garbage, and and that's his fucking we'll fault. We'll see that for come continuously through. hiring garbage fucking writers. No, it's his fault for not keeping writers. That's the problem. It's such a revolving door in that writer room that it's hard to have continuity in your storylines when you don't have continuity in your writers. But if they're all that shitty, then 
Yeah. It's because he's hiring the wrong fucking people. People. Yeah. You don't keep good people. Well, the problem is he hires writers and he doesn't hire wrestlers. And I think you need a mix of both. You need the wrestlers to teach the writers how to do You need the ones with the great creative minds that get either that get either the character side of it, thinking about like your fucking Raven and um, I don't know when he's the first guy that comes to mind that like really gets the psychology from the creative side. Hulk Hogan, there's a great fucking example. Um, And then you also need guys who can teach the in-ring both psychology and technicality yeah. of it, like a, a Lance well, Storm your, or a fucking yeah. those are your Dr. Tom or a fucking... Because... But they all need to work together. Right. Because what happens in the ring needs right. to be part of the story, and I think in particular WWE is completely forgotten that you can tell a match right. or tell a story in the fucking match without any goddamn words. Just right. let them fucking... Go back and watch Steve Austin when Steve Austin and Bret Hart did the fucking double turn. What was that, Mania yeah. 10? No, 10 was... That was a, 12 or 13 13 12 was Iron Man yeah so that was 13 yeah or 14 13 yeah cause that was Austin Sean wasn't it yeah so yeah um so then in addition apparently Brock Lesnar walked in and found out that Vince had retired and said well if he's gone I'm gone and turned around and walked the fuck out yo so then they had to do a complete rewrite, even though they didn't want to, because Brock Lesnar was a big part of the show. Then the rumors came out that they were trying to get in touch with Goldberg to fill in for Brock Lesnar. And then it comes out that apparently they got a hold of Lesnar and talked him into coming back to the show. Lesnar came back, showed up for the main event, where I think he just came out and laughed at Austin Theory. No, he beat him up. Oh, did he beat him up? Yeah. And then it went off the air. And, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a hell of a day. <laughs> that's all I got for that. Hours, like. But that's the whole fucking Vince McMahon retiring. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the big news. Like, yeah. I mean, Vince is obviously, I mean, and, oh, the other part of it, too, I loved was Tony Khan <laughs> came out. And was like, I'm now the longest tenured CEO of a wrestling company in the, in the United States or whatever. Yes. And, that was pretty funny. And apparently the promoter for Triple A is the longest in the world. Uh, promoter in the world, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we also got Sami Zayn was recently seen on TV wearing a sling. Okay. And apparently that injury is legit. Okay. Uh, however, it's not too serious. He should be back in a couple weeks to wrestling. Nice. Um Speaking of injuries, Matt Jackson's young, the young Matt Jackson's the young bucks. The young bucks. Matt Jackson is apparently doing a lot better after he suffered a stinger, some real bad whiplash. Apparently, on the July thirteenth episode of Dynamite, he should also be back wrestling in a couple weeks. Nice. Um, Sean Ross Sapp is reporting that uh, talent. And staff in AEW have been told that Kenny Omega is coming near his return. Um, nice. That the details, yeah. the creative plans on how things are changing are still in works. Uh, but it is also rumored that this is going to be the long-awaited introduction of the trio's titles. And it's going to be a way to keep Kenny Omega as a champion to give him a high-profile place in the company, but still allow him to right. have a little lesser in-ring 
toll on his body and be able to, uh, you know, hopefully do this a little bit longer. Um, he is one of the best, uh, you know, in-ring guys of the last decade. And be ashamed to lose him already. There was, there's also been some Twitter stuff between him and Osprey recently, which has been interesting. Um, so there's been, these are not substantiated rumors at all, but that maybe the first trios match could be um, the Elite versus United Empire instead of what we think with them and Cole, just because Cole and O'Reilly have been out. Um, but the funny thing was, is so well, Osprey put a shirt out that said, better than the best bout machine. And then Kenny sent him a cease and desist, and they posted like, on, on PWTs, was like, hey, we're removing this because we received a cease and desist from Kenny Omega, and yeah. So, <clears throat> that's uh, some interesting stuff there, too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm ready for him to come back. Like, yeah, they got their top... Their top three guys are all on the shelf right now. Like, as far as their own ring guys top go. Th- yeah. Punk, Daniel, and Omega. Yeah. yeah. So. Not in that order. Daniel's first. Right. Right. So. And then probably Punk and Omega, but with Omega been working hard for so long, right. he might be able to go back up to that level he used to be at. We'll see. That'd be neat, too, to see Kenny Omega back at that actual best bout machine level, mm. but... But I don't think we're gonna be there. I watched, I watched a clip of him on some guy's Twitter. I guess he was, not Twitter on Twitch. I guess he was watching this guy play video games, but was also on the stream with this guy playing video. He might have been playing too. I don't fucking know. But it looked like he was just watching this guy play video games and talking to this guy while he was watching this guy play video games. I don't, I don't fucking know. I used to do this shit. I don't get it. And. So anyways, I only watched it because I was wondering why in the fuck out of nowhere he was bringing Cornette up and talking mm-hmm. about Cornette when Cornette hasn't like said anything about Omega for a while. And it's because he was asked a question about him, so that's why. And But the point of this is not that. That's why I watched it. Mm-hmm. What I watched that he was talking about was how he's fed up with the injuries and shit, and he's to the point where like he's done if he can't just get better and get back to yeah. it. He's just going, He's frustrated with it. Yeah, I don't mind. So we'll see. We'll see what's up for store for Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I got this week, so some drama in a place you don't normally get drama in okay. wrestling. The National Wrestling Alliance oh, drama. Yeah. I saw that. So I guess Nick Aldis was interviewed recently and had some it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't positive things to say about some recent booking decisions that mm-hmm. were made in the NWA. Um, personally, when I saw everything, I thought it was Nick Aldis being a heel Nick Aldis and being right. a character. And as he just turned heel on Tim Storm recently on NWA TV, it made sense to me, you know. I guess Billy Corgan was pretty upset at him for these <laughs> remarks. I would say. And apparently so upset that Corgan announced yesterday that Nick Aldis is being pulled from the main event of the NWA 74th anniversary show, Mm -hmm. which is a world title match, Mm -hmm. and is going to be replaced by Tyrus. Right. So you respond to a complaint about bad booking decisions with a bad booking decision. (laughs) Just saying. It's ridiculous, dude. 
I don't yeah. fucking know. No. I don't know what... So I don't know what's going to happen there. We'll see. No. Corgan... Yeah. He's a weird guy. He is. Which we've known for like 25 years, but... That's all I've got for this week. What do you got for us, BJ? Oh, I got a lot this week. Um, We'll see how much of it was Vince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got like a page and a half. So... Uh, Good Brothers are no longer under contract with Impact Wrestling. Um, they I saw that. TV tapings last weekend, and they are now free and clear. So it's probably it's expected for them to go back to Japan, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of Japan, Michael Elgin this week uh, was arrested for stealing protein powder in Japan, and so it's kind of so. What everyone is seeing happened is he stole protein powder, he got asked to leave the country he, on his free will, mm -hmm. and so he left the country on his own free will. <laughs> and then he leaves a, you know, a statement on it using very specific wording yes. of like, I was not charged for stealing any <laughs> protein powder. He was arrested. I was not, not charged. I was not and deported I as I'm leaving the country of my own free will, yeah. so I don't get arrested for stealing protein powder. Right. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, and like I guess the that night on New Japan, they kept taking little digs at him the whole time. That's they funny. brought up like, oh, you can try New Japan's new uh, protein powder. <laughs> That was a good one, so. <coughs> um, AQA, remember her from being on... Yes, AEW recently. Yeah, apparently she's uh, stepping away from the ring for a while, so. Um, yeah, she's just not in a great place and needs to step away, so. See what happens there. Mm -hmm. uh, Clash at the Castle. Okay. Not a single match announced yet, and they've already sold 60,000 tickets. UK is dying for some wrestling. I think AEW needs to see that and be like, oh, fuck, we need to get yeah. over there. I don't know what their TV's like over there. I don't know if it's still shit. I know it was in the beginning, pre-pandemic, but I don't know about after. Yeah. Um, so... Also, sad news, uh, Bobby Heenan's wife, Cindy Heenan, passed away this week. So, that kind of sucks. Um, I did not hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the fuck is this? Oh, I don't care. Uh, you did that. Oh, something, so the wrestling entertainment series that, um, uh, you know, was supposed to run last week and didn't and blah, 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 blah. Yes. So one good thing coming out of this is apparently, uh, Mojo Raleigh, the former Mojo Raleigh. Yes. Mahutati or whatever. Mojo, Jojo. Um owns a management company and was is representing all of these wrestlers making sure that they get paid nice for this good for him uh, that sounds like a mojo kind of thing to do right so that's pretty cool he doesn't get hype he stays hype right he's apparently hyped yeah uh 
Congratulations go out to Angel Garza. Him and his wife or his wife had a baby this week. It's his, so congrats to them. Um Oh, on NXT this week, um, there was a lot of really bad matches there with was. a lot of women who don't know how to wrestle. But there's a chance that the tag titles are going to be gone, is what it kind of seems like. Gone? Cora Jade through, she broke up with Roxanne. Oh yeah, I saw that. And threw the title in the trash. And it seems like... Medusa did it. Right, but it feels like, not with a tag title. Um, but then they listed as the tag team championships. There's Roxanne right. by herself with vacant. So who knows? But I feel like it's gonna, yeah. Um, nobody cares. Cody Rhodes won an ESPY this week for WWE Moment of the Year. Is that what Seth Rollins' whole deal was all about with Fuck Sports Illustrated and all that shit? Yeah. Ah, I figured it was a work, but I never looked into it. Yeah. No, ESPN, yeah, they had their SB Awards last weekend, and yeah. Congratulations to Seth Rollins. I got some short trivia for you. Okay. Who is the man that faced both Hulk Hogan and Triple H in their final matches ever? Hulk Hogan and Triple H? Yeah. I don't know. It's Bobby Roode. Uh, there was a TNA house show that was Hogan's last match ever. It was a six-man tag. It was Roode, Storm, and Sting okay. versus Bully Ray. Or no, sorry. It was Hogan, Storm, and Sting versus Bully Ray, Kurt Angle, and Bobby Roode. Okay. Triple H's last match was a 2019 house show where he teamed with Nakamura and wrestled versus Bobby Roode. Joe and Joe oh, and Robert. I was gonna say the Dirty Dogs, but no. So the Double D's. Yeah, which is crazy. That is good trivia. Mine's better, but we're not there yet. No, you did that. Oh, one thing I didn't notice during Dynamite when Miro came out. Did you see that? Uh, there's a patch over his eye from where he got. Uh, smisted under the sunglasses. There was a patch, and I did not because of the sunglasses. Right. I know. And I thought the lens was a different shade. I did too. But and I now I have the other. I didn't realize it's because he had an eye patch on. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's interesting. And Sting got sprayed this week. So we'll see where that comes. Yep. Right in the mouth. I really wish Alistair Black would learn how to get people in the face if he was going to keep doing it. Yeah. As like Jericho learned, he's like, okay, I can't hit people with the fireball, so I'm going to stop doing the fireball. Yeah. Uh, it's the best thing Chris Jericho's done in two years. Yeah. Tony Khan announced this week that the Briscoes are officially signed to Ring of Honor, mm -hmm. which is cool. Mm -hmm. um, oh, so we talked about Dax Harwood's uh, promo mm -hmm. and how he did fight like an eight-year-old girl. He did have and fun, like an eight-year-old girl. So many people on social media were like, man, I'd buy that t-shirt. They should totally do that t-shirt and donate it to uh, charity. And that's what they did. So they have a t-shirt out now that's fight like an eight-year-old girl with FTR's logo on it. And all proceeds are gonna go to the American Art Association. So that's dope. 
Um, oh, Jericho announced that apparently he broke his nose during the main event. Oh. Of the match, so. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, if you've been wondering where Betty Matthews is, he's at home in Australia on a tour. Ooh. And wrestling down there. Okay. So, nothing, no injury, nothing bad. Like. Yeah, that's a good plus. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam Cole this week said that he's very confident he'll be back in the ring soon. So that's good news. I'll take it. Right. Uh, Jake Atlas released a statement about everything that happened last okay. month, a couple months ago, mm -hmm. um, where he had the domestic violence and all that. What do you have to say? I'm curious because um, I didn't see this. Basically, he's had an alcohol problem and he was super drunk and being an asshole and he apologizes um, and he has spent the last three weeks in a rehab program. Um, going 10 hours a week or something to this stuff and he's got another three that's weeks ahead of him and yeah that's so, the way to do it yep. get clean get sober fix your shit I like it yep so good on him hopefully he can yeah hopefully he can I know how I hard that like, is you know I did like watching him wrestle he's a good wrestler I wish so him the best cause shit. man getting sober is fucking rough right shit's not easy so good luck man good luck uh, Wrestling Observer is reporting that AEW is working on a Canadian, their Canadian debut in Toronto. Yes. And they're just trying to figure out where they want to be. I actually saw that this morning and uh, forgot to flag it. Yeah. Um, Biff Busek. Yeah, formerly Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Who rules, in case you're uh, wondering. Apparently, he's also taking some time away from the ring. It just seems like he's kind of banged up and needs some time away. Every once in a while you need to take a break. Yeah. Did the cease and desist. Mm -hmm. We did. Did that? Okay. So I just got one more thing. Oh, okay. So I just wanted to go through. Someone posted the uh, careers of every Wrestling Observer Rookie of the Year and I thought it was just an interesting list that we could go through real quick. Okay. So it started in 1980. Oh God, real quick. Yeah, it's fine. It's only like 40. 35 years. It's fine. It's only 48 years. 42 years. It's fine. Um, so the first one was Barry Windham. So that was cool. Uh, and then Brad Armstrong and Brad Ringus. I don't know who that is. I don't is. know who that is either. Um, but Brad Armstrong, which is cool. Dr. Death Steve Williams won in 82. Um... The Road Warriors were 83. That was, they are probably the highest performing on this list, if you want me to be honest. Uh, Tom Zink won in 1984. Tom Zink. Which is pretty great. Tom Zink. And I've never heard of this. Let me tell you I can't picture this guy, but 85 Jack Victory won. Tom Zink. He was like an enhancement talent in WCW for the most part, but he was also an interviewer. I recognize the name. Bam Bam Bigelow won in 86. Bam, bam. Uh, Brian Pillman in 87. <sighs> Gary Albright won in 88. He was big in Stampede, I guess. Okay. And then went to All Japan, but just never hit. That's not a name I'm familiar with. Yeah, me either. Uh, Dustin Rhodes won in 89. But they call him the natural. Yep. 
Johnny, or sorry, Steve Austin won in 90. I thought you were going to say Johnny Hungy. No, Johnny B. Bad won in 91. That's why Steve Austin says. won in 90. Yeah. He went on to be the biggest wrestling star ever, ever. in the per history of professional wrestling. Yep. The very next year, Johnny B. Bad won, and he went on to be the guy that used to bang Brock Lesnar's wife. Right. I like this. Whether, <laughs> well, their thing is, whether as a Little Richard impersonator or it was a bland boxer, Mark Miro was always outshattered by numerous talents, including his own hot ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rey Mysterio won in 92. Good call there. Uh, Akima won in 93. June Akima. Akeem. Huh? Akeem the lot. The no, A-K-I-Y-A-A. I know, I was being, I don't know who that is, so. But that's fine. Uh, he was huge in Japan, obviously. Um, Mikey Whipwreck okay. won in 94. Piero Agaro Jr. won in 95. We've talked about him before in the podcast. Yeah. Um, he's the one that died in the ring. Me too. The Giant won in 96. Okay. Which, I mean, for that Big debut, show. obviously, yeah. can you be, yeah. I had to think about, like, the Giant. What Giant? Oh, the Giant. Because mm -hmm. he like, beat Hulk Hogan after he got thrown off a fucking building, after right. racing a monster truck. Right. What a fucking week. That guy had a hell of a night. Uh, Mr. Aguila won. Uh, Lucha. Okay. Um... Oh, S.A. Essa Rios. Oh, okay. I know S.A. Rios. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg, 98. Yeah, that makes sense. Blitzkrieg in 99. Nice. Right? There's a name I haven't heard in 20 years. Yeah. Or more. Um, he retired at 24 to be a computer oh, damn. technician. Yeah. But he was... He was before his times. Like, he was a high flyer way too early. He was a spot. If he would have showed up in 20... Cool. 28. Right. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Sean O'Hare in 2000. Uh, El Hombre Sin Nombre, I don't know who that is, in 2001. Sounds Lucha. Bob Sapp in 2002. Who? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Chris Saban in 2003. Mixed martial artist. Petey Williams in 2005, or 2004, sorry. Shingo in 2005. Tushushi Aoki in 2006. Um, Eric Stevens. I don't know who that is. Aaron Stevens? Eric Stevens. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know Aaron a, Stevens. But yeah, he was in early Ring of Honor, but never kind of came to anything. Kai. He was a former football player. Okay. Kai in 2008, which was all Japan person. Frightmare uh, in 2009, which he was Shakira when they were at the top, but just kind of dwindled out. Uh, Adam Cole in 2010. Baby. Which is, you know what happened to him. Daichi Hashimoto. Um, yeah, he went on to be one of the biggest names in all of WWE is the NXT champion for like two fucking years straight and then he went to AEW he lost to Pockets and then has just kind of been goofing around with some goofballs ever since mm -hmm. he was one of the best in the world Yeah. now he's just a guy well he's injured now so we'll see I hope they do him right when he comes back me too uh, Daichi Hashimoto in 2011 which 
yeah, just kind of. That was like right when New Japan was starting to Get come back around. Yeah. He was Shinji's Hashimoto's son. But Me just too. Never got out of it. Yeah. Dynastia, another triple A person. Okay. Yohi Kamasuto. Yo, it's Yo in 2003. Okay. Um, Dragon Lee in 2004. Dragon, Dragon Lee. Chad Gable in 2015. Dragon Lee. Uh, Matt Riddle in 2006. Kitamura in 2017. I don't know who that is. Huh? Kitamura in New Japan? One of the young lions? Uh, no. You know him. Um, Oh, that's right. He got injured. He was when we were watching back when we started watching. He was oh, starting to be big, and he got yeah. injured and walked away. It's probably why I don't know. Ronda Rousey in 2018. Yeah, that one didn't pan out so well. No, Jungle Boy in 2019. That one hasn't yet either, but there's still time. But with they're him. getting there. Yeah, this week was interesting. Uh, Pat McAfee in 2020. Oh, yeah, that's an e call, right? And then Jade Cargo. And 21. That makes sense for last year. I can accept that. So, yep. So, yeah, I just thought the interesting list, kind of all over the place, I'd say about half and half. Who you go with this year? This year? I don't even know who's a rookie. Um, yeah, right? Not really much of anybody. I mean, you got to either look at Strong. Breaker? Um, Braun Breaker. Either Braun, yeah, Braun Breaker, or if you go kayfabe-wise, it's Braun Breaker. If you go actual wrestling-wise, um, oh, fuck, I lost his name. The new Japanese guy in AEW that's been fucking turned. Takeshita. Takeshita, yeah. Um, if you go just wrestling-wise and him being on his excursion, I think it's, yeah. I don't think he's a rookie, though, because he's already on excursion. He's been a young lion for years. Yeah, but... Getting a debut at a top company, I think you would... Keep. See, I don't know how they count that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how you count that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because then, like, do you count Kiara Hogan? Like, yeah, she was on Impact for 7,000 people, but now she's, like, on real right. TV. So, like, not that no, she's... I think you would in, count that. I think not that she's kinda, in contention, but... Yeah. You know. Well, you know. In that case, I guess, yeah. trivia? Trivia. I got, like, five... Oh, wow. ...questions this week. Okay. So the first one we're going to do... Is there a theme? Um, not the first one. Okay. The rest of them came about because of SummerSlam, so okay. we're going to say yes. So, in the history, this one has nothing to do with anything. This is just a neat little fact that I stumbled across okay. and saved. In the history of WrestleMania, there has only been one main event that featured two wrestlers using their real legal names. Who were the two competitors in that match? In that main event. Main event! I want to say John Cena is one of them. No. Hmm. Uh, it would have been before Cena was huge. He was probably around. Okay. But he wasn't. He wasn't main eventing yet. Wow, okay. Um... I just need to make sure that that was his real name. Anyway, uh, oh, fuck. I got a couple more in. 
achievements. Okay, give me like. one more for normal. Uh, one of them is an Olympic gold medalist. Okay, it's Kurt damn Angle. true. Kurt Angle. What did Kurt Angle face in the main event of WrestleMania? I believe it's for the undisputed championship. Mick Foley? No. Using his real name? Nope. Uh, so, you're obviously... Chris Jericho? No, that's not his real name. No, because um, his real last name's Irvine. Right. He's a beast. Oh, Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Okay. All right. So, SummerSlam's coming up. Yeah. So the rest of the trivia is kind of based around SummerSlam. One of them sort of not, but... It ties into a lot of the guys we're going to be talking about. Okay. So, Brock Lesnar, speaking yeah, of, and that's going to tie right in, has been in every Seven. single SummerSlam since 2012, except for which one? Oh, okay. 2020? Mm hmm. That was a little easy because of COVID. Yeah. So, this is the one that's kind of not SummerSlam ish, but okay. we're going to talk about Brock again and again. Who is the only man to beat Roman Reigns? Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg in the last five years. Uh, they've beaten all three of them within the last five years. Yep. Only one person has beaten all three of those guys in the last five years. And not even they can take credit amongst themselves because they can't beat themselves. Right. Or they haven't yet. I guess you could, but I pinned myself once for a hardcore title. Yeah. Back in like 2000, um, I knocked myself out jumping off a ladder and fell over myself for the pinfall and title right. changed hands. I beat myself and nice. was the new champion. Right. I've heard that story. Oh, that works. <laughs> um, I want to say Owens, but it wasn't Owens. Mm -hmm. I want to say Rollins, but I don't think it was Rollins. Mm -hmm. nope. I want to say... I've got a couple hints for this one, too. Okay, give me one. His music is fucking fire. I listen to it. I listen to it. At, no, not literally. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I was say I listen. Yes, I listen to it at least once a week. Correct. It is Bobby Lashley's the only guy in five years to beat Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg. Nice. All right, so back to SummerSlam. Why do I not remember him facing Goldberg? Did he take the championship from Goldberg? Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember that part. I don't remember if that's who he beat for the title or not. But it might yeah. have been. can't remember. They've done a good job with Lashley, yeah. honestly. Okay, so back to SummerSlam now. Which two superstars have been involved, at least one of them have been involved in every single Intercontinental title match in SummerSlam history going all the way back to 2009? Oh, I saw this. It was... Um wasn't it The Miz or Dolph Ziggler or something like that? Yeah. Yep, those are the two. Yeah. One of those two guys has been involved in every single IC match since this year will be the first since, yeah. Unless, they won't be. unless it changes. Right, which it won't. Be Card subject to change, pal. Well, they're both on Raw and we only have eight doesn't days. doesn't mean shit right now. And The Miz is already facing I watched Usos. I see The Usos twice a week. Roman Reigns is going to be well, on I both know. shows. I see Brock Lesnar on both shows. The I see Matt Riddle on Brock match. shows. The Miz already has a match and Dolph Ziggler is going to end up. I agree, but it's WWE. Well, I know. But it's um, so then... This time you're wrong. And the reason why the, they've been involved is because the 
Belt's only been like on four SummerSlams since 09. Well, yeah, that too. So that brings up the question. When was the last Intercontinental title match at SummerSlam? And who was involved in the match? I think it was like 2016 or 17. No. Earlier or sooner? Sooner. Okay. 18? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to guess it was... You know one of the two guys. It was The Miz. It was not. Okay, it was Dolph. It was Ziggler. And... I have no clue. No clue. Um... Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of a hint. I didn't have anything good. And then, for whatever reason... I was thinking the Monday Night Messiah, and then I got Mr. Monday Night stuck in my head, and then I was thinking Mr. Money in the Bank, and then I got Ted DiBiase's song stuck in my head, and I'm like, none of those are helping me with a hint for Seth Rollins, but I'm just going, money, 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 money. G1 finale. Oh, yeah. Over the last... we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. All right. pot does not hold the heat as well. No, it doesn't. Glass pots do that. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, we are. Oh, are we? Yeah, okay. we're totally back. Okay. G1 Climax. Yeah. So, over the last three weeks, BJ and I went through, and we went through a third of each block uh, through each week and picked yeah. our winners. And then this morning, we sat down, and we tallied up our winners of each block. We're going to go through the block ratings, and then we'll give you our winners. And then we'll go through wants and wills for the finales here for the winners of the block mm. stuffs, and then... All that. So I guess we should start at the beginning. Block A. Block A. Yep. You want to go first? Sure. All I right. have. So I have Okada winning with ten points. Okay. Jonah and Filthy Tom tied at eight. Okay. Uh, Archer has six. Mm-hmm. Cobb and Yano have four, and Fale has zero. All right. I've got Okada with twelve, and then I have Cobb and Jonah and Filthy tied with six points. Thanks. No, I'm sorry. Archer with 10. And okay. then Filthy, Jonah, and Cobb with 6. Nice. I've got Yano coming in with 2 points and Bad Luck with 0. So we got the same there. Okay. Moving on to the B block, I picked Jay White to win with 12. Mm-hmm. Then I've got Sonata with 10. I've got Tamatanga with 8. I've got Ishii, Taichi, and Great Okan with 4. And Chase Owens with 0. Okay. I have White winning with 12. Sonata with 10, Ishii with 8, uh, Tamatanga and Great Okan with 4, and Tai Chi and Chase Owens both with 2. So okay. that gives me White versus Okada in the semifinals. Same here. I took and White then, versus Okada for the semifinals as well for the wills there. And then for the wands, I'm taking Archer from the A block, and I'm taking Sonata from the B block. Okay. I'm taking, I'm still taking White. Um, I can want whatever I want. I want, but I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Tom, filthy Tom, for the whip, okay. or for the other side. For the block. block, yeah. All right, C block. Uh, I have Tanahashi winning with twelve. Okay. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. and Kenta both have ten. Hanari has six. Naito only has four. Goto has two, and Evil has zero. This is probably the biggest difference so far for us. I've got Kenta winning with twelve. I have Naito coming up second with eight. I have Stupid Sexy Tanahashi with six. Oh, wow. 
And then bringing up the rear, I have Hanari, Zack Sabre Jr., Hiroki Goto, and Evil all at four. And then for the D block, I have Osprey winning with 12. I have Juice at 10. I have Shingo at eight. I have ELP, uh, Finley, and Yoshihashi with four. And I have the Takahashi coming in at zero. Yojiro Takahashi with the zero. Nice. Um, so I have two three-way ties in this. So at the top, I have a, and they're true three-way ties. So I have Osprey, Juice, and Shingo tied with 10 points. And yeah, Osprey beat Juice, Juice beat Shingo, and Shingo beat Osprey. So it was like a true three-way tie. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go with... Since it's a true three-way, they're going to throw in a triple threat at the beginning of this mat, or of this. Right. Uh, of the semifinal night, and they have to wrestle twice, and Osprey's going to win that, though. Okay. So, so he's going to move on from the D-block, then. Yeah. And then I have uh, Elk Phantasma at six, mm -hmm. and then Yojiro, Finley, and Yoshihashi all have two, and they okay. were also a three-way tie. Because, yeah, I think Yujiro beat Finley, Finley beat Yoshi, and Yoshi beat Yujiro. So, um, yeah, so, then, so I have Tanahashi and Osprey as my wills. I'm going to take Sabre and Osprey, though, as my wants, because you so know you, how I'd love me some Sabre. So who's your, top, who's your four wills? My four wills are Okada, White, Tanahashi, and Osprey. And mine are Okada, White, Kenta, and Osprey. Nice. And then who's your four wants? Lawler, White, Sabre, and Osprey. Mine's Archer, Sonata, Sabre, and Shingo. Nice. All right. Are we going to do the winners of those two or no? Yeah. Okay. I think we should. So um, over the AB block, I put Jay White over Okada for the winner there, for the will. And I took uh, Sonata for the want. However, I want Sonata okay. to win. Um, yeah, I'm taking Jay White over Okada and Jay White over Lawler both times. So Cool. And then on the CD side, I took Will Ospreay over Kenta for the will. Mm -hmm. And I took Zack Sabre Jr. over Shingo for the want. Uh, I took Ospreay both again. So, so you've got White versus Ospreay for the want and the will. Yes. And I've got White versus Osprey, and I've got Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. And I want Osprey to win it. I want White to win it. Okay. Or well, I will White to win it. I okay. want Sonata to beat Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, I want I will and want Osprey. I think it's but that's not gonna happen. Year. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's the G1 finalized, done, done, and done. Yep. With that, we'll wrap this show up with some wants and wills for Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor, which comes to you last night for you buds out there on day one. Tonight for BJ and I. We have uh, well, we have two pre-show matches. Yes, we do. So we have Willow Nightingale versus Allison Kay is the first one. Yeah, I'm going to uh, want and will Willow Nightingale. I'm going to want Allison Kay and will Willow. Okay. Uh, then we have Cole Cabana versus Anthony Henry. One will Colt. Mm-hmm. Me too. So we need to see Colt back in action after so long. Yeah. All right, and then we have a six-man championship mm -hmm. match. Uh, Down Castle and the boys versus the Righteous, which is Vincent, Bateman, and Dutch. I'm going to go one will the Righteous. Yeah, I do too. I think so. Um, Down Castle doesn't feel like he fits in in Tony Khan world, in my opinion. 
I know a lot of people like him. I just don't. I've never been the biggest fan of Dowden Castle. Yeah, me either. So it's not my thing. Um, which will probably oh my god, that's such a good card. I want to say this will be one of the top matches of the night. Been looking. They're all going to be top matches of the night. These next five are just all amazing matches. The whole real card itself, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, but, let's like, go. The six man's the only like man. Yeah. Um, women's championship, Ring of Honor, obviously. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb, which yeah, it's gonna be fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. I want Deeb. I think Martinez retains. Same. I'm yeah, exactly the same. Two out of three falls match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. FTR versus the Briscoes. I just want, want FTR. I'm going to want Anwell FTR. I think I'm going to will FTR as well. Even though, like, I'm pretty sure they lost in the first place because they weren't contracted and blah, blah, blah. But even though they have a contract now, I still think FTR keeps them. Yeah. Pure championship match. Wheeler Uta versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, want Will Wheeler. Yeah, me too. Me too. This is the match I'm most looking forward to, just to be honest. I, and the main event. Right? Like... And the women's match. I was going to say, and the tag match. Like, and the two out of three falls tag right, match. Right, all four of those matches are good. Like, and this one's going to be good too, but Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal. One little Joe. Yeah, me too. Joe's gonna kill him. Yeah. So. Then our main event. Main event. Ring of Honor World Championship. Jonathan Gresham. Wow. I screwed up that easy name. Jonathan Gresham and Claudio Castagnoli. Want Claudio Will Gresham. I'm gonna want and Will Claudio. I mean, I hope that'd be dope. I really think. Yeah, I really think it's a smart move and all that. I saw. Because I get on at the Rising, so I see some weird things every once in a while. Oh, I there's can imagine. This, there's a subreddit, I think, that's called, like, Buy in Real Life. And um, it's, like, bisexual people posting things yeah. that would appeal to bisexual people. Well, Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham are married, right? Mm -hmm. And they posted like flexing pictures of each, you know, together. Yeah. And so that got posted on there because everyone's great. like, this is something for everybody. Yes. Like, wholesome. I just thought that was kind of funny. It's wholesome. It is. I like it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, tell us what you think's interesting, I mean, Bud. You can hit us up at BudsWW on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm on page 2004, I think. Tell us what you think. Well, like, I'm never on there. Let us know if you would fuck with the Wu-Tang Clan or not. They're nothing to fuck with, but that doesn't mean you wouldn't do it. If you would, you're dumb. I mean, this is America we're talking about. Yeah. There's a lot true. of dumb of us out there. I mean, it's... Look, I can't even make real sentences with words here, so... It's not all America. You don't know. We got people from other countries here. Very little. Still. And occasionally. So... Leave us a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your enemies, tell everybody. Everybody. And until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys.
We can record for more than 470 hours. That's a day. I ain't got time for that. I got shit to do. Right. I don't. That's a lot of fucking time. Yeah. I mean, we've probably done at least 470 hours of, so far. I don't remember. I mean... No, probably not. I don't think so. Yeah, well, I don't even think we're at 300. I don't even think we're at 300 yet, honestly. Yeah. We're at two, see, we're over 200 episodes. I don't remember how many. Yeah. That's a sound check. Whenever you're ready.